It's time to talk about all things mental health. This is Get Mental with Cecile Aarons and T. Smith. As a seasoned licensed therapist, Cecile is the owner of Transcend Therapy and is here to inform, guide, and reconnect you on the big and small everyday happenings that affect our mental and emotional well-being. Cecile and T. Smith are passionate about making a lasting and positive impact on people, connecting them to their own wisdom and strength while having a little fun along the way. Get ready to challenge the power of your human spirit. It's time for Get Mental with Cecile Aarons and T. Smith. Hi, you guys. Welcome back to Get Mental Radio. It's been a, it's been about a minute since we've been back on air. Thank you for your patience. You know, um, we are all impacted in one way, shape, or form by the virus. And so we are recording this, T and I, virtually on Zoom. So hopefully the quality is still good, but we're so excited to be back in the space. How you doing? Yes. What's up? What's up? What's up? Get mental. I'm excited (laughs) today. It's going to be an amazing show. I'm glad to be back. Cecile, how you feeling today? Let's do this. I am feeling good. I'm so excited because well, we're always excited. We're just high on life, I guess. Yes, let's <laughs> yeah, do it. What we're having. What's up, family? I hope everybody's been well. I hope everybody's been safe. We're yeah. glad to be back, guys, and ready to take it to another level. Yes, hope you guys are staying strong and positive. Um, we started a series. Let's jump right into what we're going to be diving into called computer love okay because love is always going to be relevant regardless of what's happening in the world right and you know since all of us are on our phones and connecting digitally more than ever we thought why not talk about something that people are doing you know still doing regardless of the pandemic which is trying to meet people trying to still date and maybe for some of you trying to strengthen your relationships that you started virtually so we are going to talk about computer love. We met in a virtual space. Yes. And is this a hopeless place? That's the Computer love. Yeah. <laughs> there's that and there's the Rihanna, right? <laughs> We're gonna try to sing the Rihanna version. I'm not I'm not ready to explain. <laughs> You're not ready, not today. <laughs> We've got a love in a hopeless place. Oh, please. That's my jam too. <laughs> Okay. That's the next episode. That's the next show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. So let's, you know, let's what are your thoughts about computer love, T, before we dive into it? Wow. I'm excited to talk about this topic because (laughs) this is all we know today, right? And uh I'm glad to get inside of the fact that there are some pluses and there are some negatives. Yes. So, you know, let's dive right into this today, Cecile. Let's dive right into the benefits of computer for computer love. And I remember, yeah. you know, we shared some things in our past about how accessible, you know, people have become online. Mm-hmm. Right. Which could today. Be good and bad. Yes. But let's talk and about we the don't benefits call it, of access. Sorry. Yes. No, the access. Correct. And we call it social networking for a reason, right? So you're able to network with people all over the world. And if you're able to have that possibility, then in the same token, you can now build relationships with people all over the world because you have access to people's personalities day in and day out, right? Yeah. 
but live on social media yeah so in a in a dating situation right back in the day we would only date people that we would meet in our little circle right yes in our little <laughs> town in our whatever our geographical parameters are but now the world is available to you technically yes. speaking right i could you know if i were single i could meet somebody in i don't know denmark <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> So that's exciting because yes. it opens up our options to people, places, and experiences that maybe, you know, back back in maybe, what, 30, 40 years ago, people didn't have. Absolutely. So, yeah. The other thing is what I thought about to you is convenience. It's convenient to to be able to meet people online and get to know them online, right? Especially if you're a busy professional and you don't yes. have a whole lot of time or you're not very socially active, you're an introvert, you don't like going out that much. This is a great creative way to meet people. What are your thoughts on that? Especially you, Absolutely. I know you, you're super busy. Yes, yeah, so the how fast that you can really connect with people online Right. And it doesn't require, you know, spending time going to the coffee shop. A lot of people with dating today, Cecile, is that they hate the dating phase, <laughs> the getting to know you phase. Right. Yeah. And what social media allows you to do is to date people virtually. Yeah. It's like and speed now you don't dating. have to. Right. It's speed. Yes. I love it. It's speed dating online where 140 characters <laughs> a status. Right. And then the inboxes, the DMs, the pictures. I've seen people, I've seen women literally grow up in life. <laughs> Just through social media. I feel like I've been in your life already. Right. We've been dating for years. Yes. Since you yes. accepted my friend request. Right. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> you know, now social media just made it possible that for the introverts to have a time to shine. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. That's such a good point. You yes. know, it's harder for them to, yeah, shine to use that word, in a social setting. So this is definitely advantageous for the introverts. Um, yes. Or just for people who tend to be shy, right? Or people who yes. burnt, maybe people who've been burnt too, who've, who, who have a lot of kind of trepidation or anxiety about dating, social Absolutely. anxiety, this could be good too. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, you know, I want to get back to something you said where you said you feel like you've been dating somebody for a long time because you guys have maybe, you know, started having some playful exchanges, you know, about a year ago, right? But right. I think the disadvantage is sometimes that's all that it is. It never grows into anything else. Yeah, and you know, what happens is it's a false reality of friendship. Yes. You know, Facebook says, you know, add them as a friend. They've yeah. already cultivated in our mind that everybody's our friend and we have don't even know them. Yes. Right. Right. And once you start the process of really conversing with uh, the opposite sex online, you have this false evidence that you guys built a friendship mm -hmm. and you never really met this person. Because a lot of times today, Cecile, people are wearing their mask online. Oh, my gosh. Yes. You know yeah. what I mean? People are wearing their mask online, not being who they are. It's a facade. And you're 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 <laughs> you're introducing a facade to another facade. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And there's a time and place for it, right? Like, you know, like you said, in the beginning of the relationship, there's all these things that people can, you know, that are advantageous for people. Um, but it's not meant to be kind of the, the main vehicle to grow and deepen your relationship. I don't think it was yes. designed for that. And I think we've forgotten that, you know, we've forgotten to take it out of the digital space 
and grow it in the physical space. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, the world is shifting. <laughs> mm -hmm. And we're shifting with it. But what's got us here in this place, Cecile, is where we need to go back to. Yes. Really that, you know, that interaction. I can look you in your eye. I can see the wind blow through your hair. <laughs> you missed it online, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and um, most communication, I know we were talking about before, most communication is body language. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you don't get that online. It's like you don't get a text message. You don't get the the enthusiasm in a text message. Yeah, or you miss, the, voice. You miss the organic, the organicity yes. of the moments, yeah. Yes, and that's so, what we live for. Oh, I know, and that's what we're, on a science level, right, psychologically, relationally, we are wired, we are biologically wired to relate. That's why it feels good, you know? Yes. That's what separates us from kind of, and the animal kingdom, right? But yes. even animals, even if you look at animals, you know, like say dogs, for example, they love touch, they love attention, they love affection. So all the more pronounced for us as humans. Absolutely. So, I mean, you're not a mom, so you don't know this, or I don't expect <laughs> you to know this. But that's why now we have changed the way uh, labor and birthing procedures are. Because before that's what they did too, is that even my mama told me, like, when she gave birth to me, they just remove the child and, you know, the child gets taken care of by the nurses while the mother rests. Well, now that's not what we do. That skin wow. to skin contact immediately after a child is removed from the womb is critical because now mm. we understand what that does to us human beings on a psychological, emotional level. So this touch wow. connection you know, relate relating thing is not just something that sounds good or feels good. It's actually biologically beneficial to us. And there are real consequences when some of those um, attachment, you know, opportunities are missed. Mm, that's deep. Deep, deep, deep. deep. Yeah, failure to thrive. Um, you, you, you guys um, research that. So it's a real thing. Yeah. You know, and, you know, not to go off on a tangent, but I will, like, I believe that a, a lot of our mental illnesses, you know, there are biological components to it. I'm not going to negate that, but I think it's exacerbated or sometimes can be caused by this lack of connection, this lack mm. of feeling connected to a community or, you know, chronic feelings of isolation and loneliness, like all those things affect us on a cellular level, it changes yes. our, our bodies, you know? So, yeah. So I think it's great that the, the digital space is here and exists. We couldn't be doing this podcast if it wasn't for that. Right. Absolutely. But I think we just need to be careful and not be misled by it, you know? Yes. So, yeah. What other advantages can you think of? I got a couple. I think, you know, just doing the background check on people, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Today, women are private detectives. Mm -hmm. I'm sure of it, right? Don't tell me you, know, you guys you... don't do that. <laughs> yes, you guys do. do that too, right? It's not just so, women, right? Yeah, so let me tell you how I look. And I know a lot of guys are different, but I go to somebody's page and I'm looking at her conversation through the status. Okay. How does she articulate herself? What is she striving for? Who does she support? I'm looking at her pictures, the type of pictures that she posts. What is she wearing? How does how does she carry herself? Right. You know, so we can gauge all of that today online before we even get the chance to meet the person in real life. You can get a just of kind of like the Carfax, <laughs> you know, so you can check the tapes. 
and be able to go back to her pictures and see where her life's transformed, what she's working on. Could you see yourself with her? That saves a lot of time, Cecile. Yeah, yeah. So we do that too. But okay. um, generally speaking, I'm going to speak for the ladies here. We do that too. And we are looking for like your character. Are you a player? You know, are you being honest? Are you, you know, telling us the truth? And sometimes, and I've actually even recommended this to some of my female clients, if there are red flags, you know, you can check public records for criminal history, you know, especially if we're talking about like abusive relationships and so forth. So I've definitely recommended that. So we can sometimes take it to that level. Yes. You know, but it's all to protect ourselves because this is the one thing. And you and I talked about this before. The one thing you guys don't ever have to think about really, or it's not a natural thing you consider is your physical safety. Mm, Yeah, we don't have to. (laughs) No, so that's the advantage of online dating for women or meeting people initially in the digital space is that we can kind of, you know, get to a place of feeling more safe. You know, we don't have to be super anxious and meeting you in a public place because we feel like we've already vetted you and that you're not going to you know, hurt us. And we yes. go through this whole thing where if we're about to go on a first date with somebody, we tell our friends and we tell them <laughs> where we are. We tell them the address, the restaurant. And the car, the plates. <laughs> yes, there's a safety plan. Basically, it's like, hey, hey. If you don't hear from me in three hours, come to the restaurant, you know, (laughs) whatever. Yeah, there's a safety plan. And unfortunately, we have to think like that because we do feel vulnerable, you know, when we're just meeting a man for the first time, generally speaking. Mm, Wow. That's, I know you guys went through that much. Yes. Is that why you guys go to the bathroom together like 10 at a time? (laughs) I think is it, a, is it a safety issue? <laughs> I think I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie that I've been I've done that too. You know, I think wow. that's part of the strategy is pretend, you know, or we'll say I'm I'm giving away all my lady secrets here. Don't hate me. Spill the beans today. Yes, let me get my notepad. <laughs> sometimes we'll say, hey, you know, about one about an hour into the date, I need you to call me. Okay. <laughs> So we'll stage, we'll stage like an emergency. We'll stage a crisis. We'll stage an interruption if the date isn't going well, you know? Wow. Yeah. So things like that. But, you know, that's another topic. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go back to the advantage. That's an advantage for us. It's like we get to bet you feel a little more safe and kind of yeah go into it with less anxiety about our safety so that's a that's a a key piece for women and actually just came up with a client of mine from yesterday she went on a date and she's like yeah and i told my friend blah 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 blah. like it's just this kind of automatic thing we do it's like girl code Mm, okay not know that t i see i see i learn something new every day That's dope. Okay, so you guys get to be safe and we get to, and our mind, Cecile, is we we do want to be in love, but we don't want to be in love with the wrong woman. Mm -hmm. So we get to vet you and go through your pictures and see all of the embarrassing things that they may hunt us down the road. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, you know, we get to say some, yes. Yeah. But, you know, everybody's got drama. Everybody's got issues. Like we say, it's what you you do with it, right? Yes. Do you need a tissue? (laughs) (laughs) We're having fun here, man. So, um, yeah, something about Zoom is is making making us even more fun. 
The other thing too is it's lower cost. It can be lower cost, mm. right? So it's lower risk for for the ladies, but it can also be lower cost, maybe more for the fellas. Um, if you're kind of in that traditional role, because you're yes. not spending a whole lot of time or a whole lot of money and resources trying to impress somebody just to find out a little bit about them because you've already done some of that online. Yes. Or you may decide that, hey, I actually don't want to go out to coffee with you. I don't ever want to meet you face to face. So I don't <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, I didn't mean that in a mean way, but like even for the ladies, that's like that's time that we don't have to to waste either. Yes. And I love that you said that um, that's another benefit that a guy before he's willing to just go all out, he can kind of vet her. Yeah. And see, you know, you know what's perfect for her, because I've been on some pages where I've went through her photos and seen some of the things that she liked to do. Yeah. And that's been a benefit. And I took her to do some of those type of things. And we have some amazing dates. So that's a great opportunity for any gentleman. If you guys do your homework, you're listening in, you do your homework, watch her pictures, her videos, things that she freaking likes to do. And then you can use that. <laughs> you can use that when you're having those conversations with her and those dates as well. <laughs> yeah. Now so, I'm spilling our beans. No, I want to spill all our beans. I know. I hope I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think, you know, essentially we're both doing the same thing, maybe for different reasons. Yes. Both, both sexes are doing the same things as far as making sure that this person is somebody we want to, you know, continue to invest our time and energy in. Absolutely. Right. And I think the digital space has helped us um, make that process a little easier too, because yes. it also be, has become socially acceptable. Has it not? I mean, I've been out of the dating scene for a few, um, 10 years. So I'm assuming yes. it's more socially acceptable, right? Today in real life. To kind of get to the point. Yes. Let me tell you what's so funny. A lot of people today, millennials don't ask for people's phone numbers. They ask them for their Instagram. Oh my goodness. Really? So if you meet somebody out, you're like, Hey, what's you got an IG? I've, I've seen it before. I've, I hear it all the time. Like, hey, what's your so IG? <laughs> I feel so old. So IG is now the, the new phone number. Yes. Oh, because it's a, it's a safe way to ask, can I get to know you? Yeah. Oh, I never thought about it that way. See, man, I'm old fashioned. If somebody did that, I'd be a little turned off. You know, I'd be like, oh, <laughs> God, now you can hit me up on social media. Media. Like, no. <laughs> you need to pick up the phone and take me yes. out. <laughs> I'm old school, too. That's, that's how I like to do it. Yeah. Yeah. That must be hard for you because you're kind of in that in-between age. Absolutely. And, you know, it works out because I get to have a little bit of both. Yeah, that's true. Depending on, on how you feel. Who it is. Right. Who it is. Yeah. How I'm feeling for the day, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, like, that's one of the advantages, right? Is the, the kind of getting to know somebody in a quicker way. So you you're kind of can make up your mind if you want to keep going or not. But I think, and you made a point to this a couple of days ago when we were talking, I think the disadvantage that makes me really sad, actually, we should, she should create a funeral for this, is the, the lost, the death of courtship. Yes. You know, what happened? Huh. Whose fault Man. is that? Is that the ladies or the men or what, what's your view on that? So it's both. And, um. I know we're sharing that, you know, on social media, it makes things so much easier that it's not really a fight to get to know somebody. Yeah. You know, with so much things coming through us from social media, 
dating and somebody individually is not our main focus. You feel me? So, and then on top of that, it's like, you know, I'm trying to see what's the best way I can put this. It's like women today, like women today portray their bodies online. I know, man. Ah, oh, right. It, it, it's a certain way they carry themselves online. Yes, it's like. Can I be honest? It's like soft. Yes. Some of it is like soft porn. <laughs> yes. It's disturbing. Soft porn is a great answer. I love that answer. <laughs> I love that answer. And it's a turnoff. And it's become socially acceptable. Yes. So it's like, why am I going to court you and take you on dates when the whole world is looking at what I'm looking you, at? What I'm looking at. What makes you special? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You, you feel me? Like you're, you're on social media, thousands of friends. You're doing this on a consistent basis. So that, that means you like that attention. Right. And then that how can I match that? Sexualized. You're being sexualized by all these other men. Yes. Yeah. Some men don't, are not bothered by that, though. So, you know, it depends on your values, right? Absolutely. And yes, it depends on that man. Like, you know, some men are at a time in their life where it's attractive, um, it's luring. And then some men, it's a complete turnoff. Yeah. Especially, yeah. you know, career driven, ambitious. Like, you don't, you know, my father always told me, Cecile, if you want to know the worth of the, of the man, look at his wife. Oh, that's so beautiful. Yes. Look at his wife. Look at the woman that's in his life. Yeah. And... Most men, because we love respect instead of love, we don't want to damage our respect, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, by being with the wrong woman. Right, right. So, so, mm-hmm. so you know, I think this is a good segue to our next uh, subject on this, which is the what are the pitfalls? What are the negatives or disadvantages of dating online? But before we get on to that, I think uh, we're going to take a short break. And when we return... Uh, stay tuned because it's it's gonna get even more juicy than this. So you guys, we'll be right back. More wisdom and strength for your mental health and emotional well-being is on the way on Get Mental with Cecile Aarons and T Smith. From a very young age, I knew that I wanted to help people. I wanted to change things for the better and be part of the solution. Through a lot of hard work and determination, I achieved my dream of owning a private practice known as Transcend Therapy, where we provide counseling for individuals, couples, and families. I've always been passionate about helping people resolve the things in life that may be holding them back or creating pain. Launching Get Mental Radio was just the next step towards helping more people, because our mental health is just as important as our physical health. Life is tough, and if you're struggling, you're not alone. We can help you weather the storm. Hi, I'm Cecile Ahrens, owner of Transcend Therapy. We truly care and are committed to giving you the best service. You're not going to feel like just another client, and you are definitely not going to feel judged. We offer quality, compassionate, results-driven therapy services. For more information, check us out at TranscendTherapyCA.com. That's TranscendTherapyCA.com. Supporting local business isn't always convenient, but at Ortiz Market, it is. Ortiz Market has all your shopping needs right at the corner of Escondido Boulevard and 13th Avenue in Escondido. They're family-owned and operated and feature a huge selection of local beverages. And if they don't have what you're looking for, they'll order it for you. That means you can get what you want without the long lines you find at big-name supermarkets. The best part is they care about serving our community and are here to join the fight to destigmatize mental health and let people know you are not alone. Visit Ortiz Market today at the corner of Escondido Boulevard and 13th Avenue in Escondido. 
Get ready to have some fun while you reconnect with your own wisdom and strength on Get Mental. Now, here's your hosts, Cecile Aarons and T. Smith. Okay, you guys, welcome back to Get Mental Podcast. Thanks so much for being here. If you've missed any of this, we have been um, talking about computer love. We fell in love in a virtual space, but is it a hopeless place? And um, the verdict is still out on that one, I think. (laughs) I already have my answer, but we'll, we'll share that later. So we just got done talking about the positives or advantages of online dating. And now we want to share with you our thoughts on the disadvantages. And T just started talking about, um, courtship and the absence of it. Right. And for yes. me, I think having too many options, T, is all is can be confusing and overwhelming. And a lot of my my people whom I support tell me that it's stressful because mm. a lot of like you know people you're trying to sort through the likes, the links, the whatever you guys do these days, <laughs> and all, <laughs> these, all these people in their inbox, and some of them just say it's too much. It's actually sometimes not fun. Yes. It's just, it gets overbearing. Yeah, yeah. And too many, it's options, and too many options too, right? Can create a false yes. illusion that you have unlimited, an un- unlimited supply of the one. I'm, I'm biased on that. Okay, tell me. So I have two benefits. I have two conversations towards the options. Okay. So there's a, a, a demographic of individuals who, when they date and they're single, they like to date a lot of people. Mm-hmm. There's no, wrong with um, one, yes. But then some people, when they're single, they just want to focus on one person. Yeah. And it's totally two different perspectives. You know, nobody is right. Nobody is wrong. Yeah. But I think social media gives you an opportunity to court multiple women with just really just being friends, getting to know them. Mm-hmm. And I believe that's okay as long as you're honest about your intentions. Right. And you're transparent, right? You're transparent, you know? Yep. But then, you know, as well, the second part is that if you're in everybody's inbox, <laughs> it's kind of yeah. hard to really get to, you know, and it's still online, but, you know, to get really intimate about one woman, you know? Yes. And even though it's still online, but you definitely want to be able to focus and give the minor details to what needs to be, you know, appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad you brought that up because yes, certainly we're not saying there's one way, right? Like you're an adult. It's all about right. Consent. And you get to define what this thing, what relationship looks like to you. People are in monogamous relationships or open relationships or some of them swing, you know, whatever that's, that's, that's your right. Right. What, what we're saying here or what I was saying here is the fact that, you know, when you say you decided to uh, pursue two, one or two or three different relationships and you're really conflicted and you're really interested, right, in these people. But mm-hmm. the moment that there's hardship or drama, as people call it, or challenges, I think sometimes the danger is that people don't want to put in the time and work and energy into something that could be really beautiful because they might think that, well, maybe the grass is greener over there because I still got these other two people and then I got about 20 people waiting in my inbox. I have all these options. Should I really put all my eggs in this basket kind of thing? Yes. You know, I think sometimes that's that can be the danger. 
and you mm. don't look at your own patterns. Right? Mm. Come on. It's easy to think that, okay, you know, this relation, I'm not in the relationship that I want because I just haven't met the person, right? Yes. But if you're not looking deeply, like, well, maybe you haven't met the person because you're still the same person as you were 10 years ago that was creating these certain patterns in your life. Like, you know, you want to check yourself. It's not just always about the lack of mm. opportunity or, you know, that you haven't met this person. Sometimes we have patterns that are creating the same results regardless of where you meet people and how many people you're meeting. Yes. I'm sure you, I think can, you can speak to that. That's well said, wife. That's, that's well said. And you said something amazing about patterns. The, the people are a reflection of patterns. Yes. <laughs> can you, you know, can you, if we got a second, can you go into the, yes. the clinical part of patterns? Yes. So... What came to me when you said that, right, is the people in our life is actually a reflection of who we are at that juncture of your life. Oh. So it's a mirror. I tell people it's like literally your partner is holding a mirror back at you and it's a reflection of some of you, of your stuff, the stuff, your unmet needs, your pain, your future, the combination of all of that. Mm. Right. And as far as patterns go, we know that patterns in relationships ultimately don't change unless you change. Thanks. Come on. Okay. Mm. Yes. And there, this is actually just to take it even further. There's um, a, a whole theoretical orientation um, called Imago where the Dr. Uh, Harville Hendricks you know, um, created this uh, theory that basically, just to simplify it, it's our unconscious picking our partners until you're conscious enough to pick, to break the pattern and from a more conscious, healed whole place, right? But until then, and there's all these amazing exercises too that uncover this for people. And it's like so exciting because they're like, oh my God, I just picked (laughs) a combination of my mom and dad, which is usually what happens, by the way is that we pick mates that, um, according to this theory, which is a theory I uh, uh, subscribe to, is that we pick mates that unconsciously, until you've done some work, will recreate patterns in your childhood Mm. so that you have to finally have an opportunity to change the story, to Mm. change the outcome, to change the ending. Mm. You know, it's deep, but there's that's a lot real of, deep. Yeah, there's a lot of truth and wisdom to it. So once we start to uncover it in therapy, it's like, okay, let's look at this partner. You know, it's a lot deeper than you think. It's not just them behaving badly. Let's look at your pattern of why this person is in your life, why you're, you why you're attached to this person. You know, and then through this process of uncovering that, they start to realize, like, oh, that's why. That's why I'm with this person. And that's why I do what I do when I'm with this person. Okay. So, you know, I love what I love about getting mental guys is you get the clinical and the raw. And the raw. So, let me give you guys the raw to what Cecile just said. Yeah. On to the clinical about patterns. Mm-hmm. I want you guys to be clear that most people have never really seen what love looks like in real life. Right. You know, we never have no definition. I was telling Cecile, most people think about the notebook. Right. They think about love and basketball. They think about 
you know, all of the romantic. <laughs> yes, the Titanic, the whole the Bruno Mars. Movies. Yes. The Bruno Mars, I'll die for you. Let's be codependent <laughs> together. Yes. <laughs> the stories where the, the, the prince breaks into the castle and saves the, you know, you hear about these oh, stories. I think about, what about like Sleeping Beauty just being kissed with no consent? That's a big one. Yes. For ladies. Like, oh, prince, you can't just kiss me. Anyway. You can't just kiss me. <laughs> so, you know, we have these fantasies or we have a dysfunctional perspective about love in the first place. Yeah. You know, most of us never, you know, grew up in a single family home or never really seen what love looks like. So we have to fantasize, fantasize. Yes. And that creates patterns. And that's create that creates patterns. And Cecilia is right that people in your life are a reflection of the conversation you have with yourself. Yes, sir. And people cannot make you happy. They can only build on the foundation that you've already built for yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So no matter, like if you are, if you are a messed up person in real life, you'll be a messed up person on social media. Right. And you will still attract the people, the negative energy, the relationships that ultimately mirrors how you feel about yourself. Amen. Amen. I was going to say sister, but you're not a sister. (laughs) Amen, brother. No, but seriously, um, that's what I was saying, that it's too too many options sometimes can create this false illusion that the next person is in your inbox. Well, it might be, but until you do your own growing and healing and changing, you're going to either miss that person or sabotage it again. Yes. Yes. You're going to, you're going to sabotage it. And that's why we got to, that's why I say you got to be clear. And the root word of clear is ear. That means you got to hear. Here we go. (laughs) You know how I get started. And what do you have to hear? You got to speak that man into life. What is the type of man that you want? You know, but understanding the type of man that you want, you got to know, understand the type of woman you got to become. So you have to speak things into existence. You know, I, you know, I'm a great cook. Uh, I'm supportive. I'm um, I'm a backbone. I'm, in, I'm independent. I got my own. I'm a visionary. You speak those things into your life, you know, and you're going to attract other people who's on that same vibration and frequency. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, so ladies, you have to focus on your goals and a man that has goals that show up in your life to help you yes. take it to another level. Yes. And, uh, and that's it's it all starts with you. Yes. You know, and your partner can just compliment and enhance you, but not, you know, fill you up. Like there's only so much one person can do to, to, yeah, light your life up. There has to be some of that work belongs to the person. Yes. And a lot of people, they come to the table looking for 50, 50. And that means you're just already empty. Yeah. Two empty people do not make a whole person. Yes. I love what you said. You know, it's a hundred, hundred. It's a hundred, hundred, a hundred and ten. You got to be okay with now. We're not counting the scoreboard. Mm-hmm. You got to play the tambourine. You got to play the tambourine. <laughs> Some days you got to be the the water boy. Some days you got to grab the towel. Some days you got to hit the game winner. For people who don't know what that reference is about, that's Chris Rock is one of my favorite comedians and uh he has a show called tambourine and that was the concept of it and we talked about this before too t is that yeah you got to be willing to play different roles of the band if you want yes if you want your relationship to succeed you can't always be you know the lead singer of the band you got to take a step back and play other instruments so back to other disadvantages um 
is are there any other disadvantages just in your own life i'm gonna put you on the spot other than courtship and you know kind of not working on yourself or people not looking at themselves as a variable is there anything else you can think of because i've been out of the dating scene for so long i think um social media it just sometimes makes you feel isolated uh-huh. and what i mean by that is that it's kind of the high and social media is like high and by some people come on there and say hi and then they <laughs> And then it's bye. You never see him again. And what I really want to do is to really get back to that, you know, just that interaction, that daily interaction where you can build real trust, relationships, friendships with normal people. And, you know, I'm so glad you brought that up because this whole ghosting thing, T, ghosting, (laughs) this is a recent, I think, phenomenon, right? We didn't even have a word for this back in the day because it wasn't, I don't think it was that common. You know, no. of course there were people behave badly, you know, whatever generation you're from, but this ghosting thing just seems so rampant. Just it, again, it becomes socially acceptable to just yes. behave badly. It's disrespectful. It is. And then you have to, like social media gives you power because you get to block people, you get to delete people. Yeah, you get to swipe them, you know. You, you get to swipe them. So it's like deleting people on social media is like kicking somebody out of your life right but it's kind of a little bit dehumanizing yes i yes i can see that people take it it's so crazy i hear people take it personal nowadays when you've been blocked mm-hmm. oh so you gonna block me <laughs> well, you is, gonna block me boo boo but it is kind of a digital version of boy bye or f you yeah. or whatever right like yes it is a message it is saying i don't want it's definitely the message so, yeah, I'm not saying process everything with a person, especially people you don't really know that well. But I think this basic kind of just respect and people, people's skills, conflict resolution skills. I'm going to bring it back to the clinical piece again. I think it erodes people's conflict resolution skills because you don't get to practice talking things out. You don't get no. to practice confronting your feelings and being vulnerable and you know, giving that other person the opportunity to kind of correct themselves and fix the problem. you It's just all or nothing. That's not healthy. It's not healthy. Yeah. Absolutely right. You know, so just something to think about, you guys. The other thing, too, is, um, and I've personally uh, experienced this, is people misrepresent themselves. They're not who they say, say they they are. are. And I'm going on a date and thinking they're this great, amazing, you know, so they're not what they're supposed to be. <laughs> they're not what they post to be. <laughs> you know, that, 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 has that ever happened to you? Absolutely. That's all the time. And a lot of men online, there's a lot of posing, and as the young generation say, capping, flexing. Okay. And what I mean by that is that they're portraying a lifestyle that they don't really have. Right. Right. To attract people that they'll never have an opportunity to meet. But, you know, that's deception. That's lying. That's lying by omission. Yes, and that's the internet. <laughs> <laughs> there you guys go. That is our conclusion. Virtual space is a hopeless place. No, I'm kidding. So, <laughs> right? So that's what we people have to be really aware of, is that it's not like good or bad, but there are these pitfalls. And if you're inexperienced and naive, which I was when I was, you know, dating in the digital space, I mean, it was like shocking that people Mm -hmm. think that way. So I think for our listeners, that's the takeaway is, you know, we're not saying it's, you know, it doesn't work because I've certainly met people who are happily married, you know, who met online. And I know you 
you were surprised by that when I told you that, but it's true. It can work, but the variable is you. Ultimately, yes. it comes back to you, who Absolutely. you are, your values, right? Kind of where you're at in your life, your maturity level, being clear about what you're looking for. Absolutely. Getting clear. How do you get clear, though? First, that's a great question. Uh, first, you want, in order to get clear, you got to determine what you want out of life before you let a relationship determine what you want out of life. Mm, I love that. Yeah, you got to have, you got to know your goals. And what I do now as an adult, I measure everything against my goals. So if she's not somebody that can be an asset, provide a peace of mind, or help me turn my vision into tangible results. Or enhance your life. Or enhance your life then she really doesn't add value to me. If she doesn't add value to me, then what difference would her actions make? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know? So you got to, if you're listening in today, you know, this year I want you to identify, you know, what's in it for you. Where are you going to be this year? Where are you going to go this year? Who are you going to become this year? Identify that first. Tell the universe who you want to become, where you want to go. And then identify the type of woman or man that can match that frequency. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And same thing for us too, T. We look for the same thing too for a lot of women. Well, let me take that back. <laughs> <laughs> take it back. Take it back. Take it way back. No. But meaning it depends on where the women is at in their stage of development, right? Yeah. Like there's a continuum in all of us. So some women, I'm not going to lie, do expect to be taken care of and rescued. Mm. Some women are gold diggers. I'm just going to say it, right? It, it's not, you know, it may not be clinically appropriate, but, you know, I know there are reasons why that is. But there are, just to kind of simplify it, there are those women who have bought into that, that this is this is who we are, this is our role, this is what women, sh women should be taking care of, women should be this and that and that and this, right? Not questioning that. And then there are some women who are very independent and, um, you know, have a solid sense of self and don't expect to be taken care of, but, you know, want a partner who's going to kind of compliment her life too, kind of like what you're talking about. Absolutely. Right? So it just, it depends on where this woman is at on the continuum. But what I know in years of doing this and just within my own personal work is that if you're looking for what's called an interdependent relationship, okay, where there's a healthy need for each other, not from a place of lack, but from a place of a healthy place of like, I love you, I need you, but it's not in an unhealthy way, right? Like we can coexist, yes. you can have a self, I can have a self, and together we even we have a greater relationship because of who we both are together. Yes. Right? So it's hard to get to that healthy place of interdependency if you have a person who is being expected to be taken care of and rescued and provided for. It, it changes mm. the power differential, okay? So I, I'm not saying this kind of to be judgmental or, you know, it, it works if it works for both people, right? Because mm. sometimes what I'm saying is, you know, if, say, if I stayed at home and I was really happy about that, while my husband worked and it worked for the family and I'm not having resentment about that, then that works. That works for our marriage. But if I'm, you know, the kind of person who it wants my own thing, wants to, you know, fulfill my own life outside of a marriage, outside of being a mom, then that's never going to work for me. Absolutely. Right? So that, that shifts the balance. So I guess what I'm saying is, you know, you just got to, Going back to what you said, you got to know who you are, what you want, right? And find a partner if 
you're into one partner, because not everybody's into one partner, that will complement and align with those values. So that yes. both of you are, you know, being elevated by the relationship. Not not one is kind of, you know, getting more than the other. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. I can tell you're in deep thought. Yes, wife. I just love how you dropped that. You know, um, what works for you works for you. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta you gotta be on the same page uh, with what's working. And a lot of times, people think that somebody has to be wrong for the other person to be right. Mm-hmm. Whatever floats your boat floats your boat. <laughs> mm-hmm. It works for you. You gotta make sure it works for you. Right, right. It works for you. You know that it is kind of so in in therapy or in in my world, we look at, we look at resentments a lot because the resentments mm-hmm. are the weeds that can eat what's good in the relationship. Mm. Okay. Resentment can eat the weeds of the relationship. Are the, good. Weeds, are the weeds that can eat at what's good in the relationship. Relationship. Mm. You know? So the more resentments you have, I look at that personally in my work with couples of like, what's the resentment meter here for one or both of them? Because the more these resentments are, the more problems in the relationship. It is. Right. Mm, okay. And so this is where the value thing comes in. It's like two people who are aligned in many ways seem to have lesser resentment because you know you're on the same page. You're moving in the same direction. You don't have a whole lot of like disagreements on the big things that matter to you. So there's right. less, less room for resentments, you know. But the flip side, the funny thing about that though is, <laughs> I think I told you this before, is you know like that's the power of values. So two drug addicts can get along really well (laughs) because they both value the drug. You know what I'm saying? So that's the power of having aligned values. Doesn't mean all the values are healthy for you is that it does create for a stronger, easier relationship. relationship. Yeah. It's a bond. Mm -hmm. You're kind of bonded by something. Mm -hmm. I like that. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And so the problem without this interdependency that I'm talking about is in my opinion, you know, is then there's more room for resentment because you're saying, hey, I want this. This is what I want for our life. And your partner may be like, well, you know, oh, fine, I'm going to compromise because I'm in a marriage, but that's not what I really want because that's not how I see it. That's not what I believe. I actually really want to work. And I think we should just get like some help for our children, blah, 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 blah. And right, like, so it creates this... imbalance and and conflict in the relationship because you're not you can't get on like a similar line of thinking or page with each other yes yeah so Mm. we kind of went off on a tangent there but that's (laughs) that's what i love about us is we just end up talking about these things but yeah back to digital dating so um basically i think t for me the takeaway i want our our listeners to have is be yourself, right? Be authentic, commit to learning and growing and learn pro relationship skills because love is not, you know, and be yourself means you need to have a self in there, right? Meaning you have to do the work, which is kind of the point we've been trying to, to make today is that it starts with you. Yes. Doesn't matter where you met this person. You're going to show up in all of those environments. You're going to create the same same patterns are going to show up until you become more different or more healthy. Exactly. Wow. Wow. I think um, 
definitely I can agree Cecile. My takeaway today is the war is in you, not on you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The war is in me. You know, if our listeners are, are checking in, you know, I just want you guys to be clear that the war is in you, not on you. What is and that? if there's that means if there's peace on the inside, there can be no war on the outside. Mm. Or that you can weather the storm a little, a lot better, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. And the war is really just you versus you, the new you and everything you believe you deserve and the old you. Mm-hmm. And we're just starting with your relationships. And, and we say this principle with everything. In order to have something you never had, you got to do some things that you've never done. But really so, not do, you got to become someone you never become. That's why we call us spiritual beings. Mm-hmm. It's not so so much you're doing is connecting to your being. <laughs> That's why we say be, do, have. When you become something, you do something, you have something. Mm. So this year in your relationships, you have to become a better woman. You have to become a better man so that you can do things that better women do, not bitter women, better women. Yes. Can you, can you, um, I love all of that. I really do. But there is one thing I want, I would like for you to, um, to shout out to. I want you to shout out to all the men out there. And give them your, your, your words of wisdom and advice on this ghosting behavior. Because I'll tell you why. Before, before you tell us your, your thoughts, T. It really hurts a lot of women. I mean, I'm sure it hurts men too, right? But I'm just talking for the ladies here because it comes up a lot in my sessions. And this is my plea to the, to the gentlemen. My plea to the men. What can we do to help you guys stop doing that? It really hurts women's self-esteem. And they're in therapy, you know, talking about this thing that's really wounded them. And I know there's other reasons why it hurts more, right? There's already kind of a pre-existing injury. But it still is very hurtful and very rejecting. And I think we all could make the world a better place if we, you know, if there was less of that in the world, honestly. Like one of my clients right now just got into like her eating disorder, got activated all over again because, you know, she... had not intercourse but you know messed around with this guy and never heard from her him again and now she's internalizing it as it must be me it must be my body it must be my size it must be my body shape so there goes the eating disorder getting activated all over again so these things so, that men men might not think are that big of a deal for for the ladies it's really impactful so i just want to okay i'm gonna answer from for the men but I just want to say to ladies, you know, first and foremost, so that what that that's an internal that's an internal issue. And let me just tell you why. Yes. yes. It's because, yes, you have to love yourself from head to toe unapologetically. That's number one. Mm-hmm. And when you show that type of love to yourself, the way the universe works is you have to attract people that can build on that same foundation. So if you don't love yourself, right, then there's nothing, there's no standards for any man to show up to live up to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Number yeah. two, fellas, if you guys are listening to this, you know, you have to understand, you need to be honest and transparent. A lot of times why men ghost women is because they exaggerated their expectations. And what I mean by that is that you carry this facade, like you want to be in these women's life and you want to do this and you want to become that just to get what you want. And once that's been satisfied, then you're ghost. And what you have to do as a man is you need to be honest with these women up front. And what I mean by that is just, there's actually some women out here that they're actually ghost you. And what I mean by that is that they don't, they're not looking for nothing serious. 
Yeah. So when you're honest up front, you allow the women to make a, a decision in their own life to, hey, either I do want something serious or, hey, this is just fun for me too. Yeah. And they can take responsibility. You both can take yes. responsibility for that choice as adults, right? But not telling somebody that that's your intention is deception, right? Ooh. It's deception because then the, the, the other party is thinking, hey, we're building something here, you know? And then, or what I say too, because you can change your mind. That's part of decision making. It's like you think you want it, you get into it a little deeper and you're like, oops, you know, I have an, I have some new information here that makes me think I don't want to do this anymore. That's, that's fine. There's, you know, there's not necessarily anything wrong with that. I just would urge the men to, generally speaking, it's the guys who do this. I know women do this too. I, I just urge, you know, people to take a chance and learn to talk about your feelings, to talk about the fact that you've changed your mind, you know, because ghosting is really kind of the easy way out, right? It's the way to avoid conflict. It's the way to not feel your feelings. It's a way to not be accountable to another person. It's, but you know, it, it might be convenient, but in the end, it also hurts the people who's ghosting. Because they never then learn the relationship skills that I'm talking about, right? Which is what really is going to help all of us cultivate that kind of a relationship is love isn't enough. You have to have the skills. So many relationships end, not because they don't love each other, but because they couldn't make it work. I still love him. We just couldn't, we just couldn't do it, right? So. Absolutely. Yeah. But thank you. That was really, um, I'm glad that you, uh, you shared your thoughts on that because that is something that you know, personally, um, is like a little, uh, a little wish of mine that the universe, that, that would change in the world, because I do see how it's unnecessary. You know, a lot of the ladies already have a lot of like body image issues just because of how we're raised and our conditioning. And so this thing just really can tap into that. And, you know, they can learn the pain. They can still heal without this experience. Like it's unnecessary, but I understand it's, it's my soapbox. So thank you for, <laughs> for uh, indulging me. So you guys, um, yeah. Any final words T before we end on this computer love subject? Yes. I just want to say computer love. <laughs> <laughs> we fell in love in a hopeless place. Hey. <laughs> So yeah, it's all it's all good, right? It doesn't have to be a bad place or a hopeless place. It's it's what who you are. It's what you make it. Yes, what you make it, what you make it. And I also tell people, you know, don't be open up your energy because that's really what attracts people into your life, right? Your energy, you know, your willingness to be loved and receive love. That could happen anywhere. That could happen on Tinder. That could happen on Bumble. Although, you know, the likelihood of that happening on those two sites might be lower. But (laughs) it could happen at the grocery store, but it's you. It's your, it's who you are and who you show up, who you show up yeah. I agree. Okay. So, well, thank you for being with us today. We have reached the end of our show and you were going to do more of the Zoom um, podcasting. Uh, give us your feedback. Uh, join our Facebook group page if you haven't already. Let us know what topics you want us to cover in the future. But next, can you tell us, T, what we're talking about next episode? Do you remember? Yeah. So, we're talking about what women do wrong in relationships. Are you guys ready? 
What women do wrong. Yes, we're going to go there. And then after that, we're going to talk about what men do wrong in relationships. So we're really trying to be as fair and balanced here. Um, but it's, yeah, I can't wait for that because that's going to be very interesting to see what your perspective is on that as a man. Oh, it's game time. I'm, I'm ready to rock and roll. This next show is going to be insane. <laughs> All right, you guys. Don't listen if you, if you can't handle the truth. so yeah well thank you for listening um like we always say get mental be well be gentle because we all have issues (laughs) okay you guys bye for now all right guys Thanks for joining us today on Get Mental with Cecile Ahrens and T. Smith. To learn more about your hosts, become a sponsor or a guest on Get Mental, or if you have any questions about mental health, visit TranscendTherapyCA.com. That's TranscendTherapyCA.com. Join us next week at this same time for more talk on all things mental health on Get Mental with Cecile Ahrens and T. Smith on The Answer San Diego.